1: An hour of Life the Tower on the Horn. Craig Wayne and Jeff Howe with you. We were just talking about the fact that I won't be on the program on Monday. I, I say I won't be on the program. I won't be on the program for the full Monty uh, on that because the game Monday, the Texas TCU baseball game, that's right, Monday, the series got pushed back. As we told you yesterday, it was going to be, and it was. They, they just didn't have the times all squared away. They do now, 6 o'clock tomorrow night, No game tonight. Obviously, they're expecting heavy, heavy rains and thunderstorms in the Fort Worth area uh, this evening. So, no game tonight. Tomorrow at six o'clock, Sunday afternoon at three, Monday afternoon at one. And for those of you who always ask the radio guy, where can I find it on TV? (laughs) And and I'm always happy to oblige whenever I can. Um, The. the game tomorrow night is ESPNU for sure. Um, the game Sunday, I think, is going to be on ESPN Plus, you know, TCU's simulcast broadcast. They're, I think they were still uh, looking at the possibility of something, a different tier carrying that, but the probability is that it would be ESPN Plus. Monday is definitely ESPN Plus. That was going to be their Sunday game, it was going to be ESPN Plus anyway. Well, Tanner
2: Witt for lunch on Monday.
1: Uh, Better be an hors d'oeuvre if you want to see him out there. You're not going to be out there long, and we're going to hear David Pierce talk about that coming up in our Longhorn Call Notebook. The, the, the side salad, like yeah. yeah, the appetizer. Since he's going to start the game uh, on Monday, but you'll hear uh, Coach Pierce talk about that. We have some David Pierce sound coming up at the bottom of the hour. But anyway, I, I was I was mentioning that uh, to uh, to Jeff that uh, I I hope to be well. I will be in position to be able to check in with you on Monday from Lupton L- Field. Yep, yep. We'll we'll have that uh, in and around our prep uh, for the broadcast and our pregame conversations with Coach Pierce and all that. We'll do that. And, again, it's Monday. That Monday game will be heard on AM 1260 and 101.9 FM, the Monday game will. The other two tomorrow, Sunday, will be on the horn on 104.9. You can still
2: stream that too, right, the Monday game?
1: It well, it'll be on Texasxas sports.com yeah. and on the uh, Texas longhorns app so yeah it'll be on the Texas longhorns app and on uh and on texas sports.com stream for free so you can it means can Monday cam around.
2: air high five. We're doing draft recap Monday Let's do
1: it baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so have, uh,
2: and debauchery I don't know what that's gonna entail
1: yeah yeah uh so uh anyway just letting you know that all right some cleanup from hour number one uh Somebody said, did the second Florida man have a nice a wine cellar full of nice Chianti? Yeah, I'm talking about that. Gross. Somebody
2: said that, uh, we got this text, the MS-13 guy killed him due to his food getting there late slash it was
1: cold. Cold doesn't make it better, but it does make it worse somehow. Oh, I see what you say. Makes it worse even that he would, that he would strike at yeah. somebody just because his food was late. Yeah, that's bad. That's uh. bad. Somebody said, fire up the cauldron. Now, I don't know if they did that about the guy that was trying to kill the dog, the police dog. Well, the guy that killed the dog is dead, right? Yep. Well, he, yeah. he don't either. That's just, yeah, a, waste, yeah. just yeah. a waste of cauldron. Yeah, yeah. Cat it's that, the other guy. Cat
2: that hacked up the Uber each driver? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. It's just straight to the cauldron.
1: Yep, yep, Absolutely. Uh, our man Bevo Lance Jason says, "Man, stories like the students saving the day stories that make up for the Florida Man Friday depressing, stomach-turning stories, leaving me feeling hopeful about humanity." Absolutely. Somebody said that seventh grader is a future first responder. Yeah, could be. Uh, somebody said palate cleanser after a cannibal story, Mister. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, on part, Dang, Craig. Lunchtime, you know. It said. Uh, what was he delivering? Like, uh, stop that. Not even gonna do that. So, what oh, was that name? Yeah. Oh, geez, Nate. Uh, come not on. Gonna, not gonna, do that. Uh, come um, so anyway, um, that was a, a cleanup from hour number one there. But uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll hear from David Pierce coming up. It's a big weekend. It's a big weekend for Texas State, and there's real concern. About their series, they're in Norfolk, Virginia to Mm -hmm. play Old Dominion, and they're tied for third with ODU. And you say, okay, what's the big deal? They're tied for third. Nobody's catching Coastal Carolina. Coastal is like projected as a top eight seed right now in some projections uh, and certainly a regional host. Um, Texas State is still in regional projections. Mm -hmm. So is Old Dominion. But one of those teams is going to drop out of a regional projection after this weekend. I'm I'm certain of that, especially if they wind up sweeping. But even taking two out of three might do it.
2: Sorry if the listening audience heard that. I've heard been, that sneeze, didn't They Had that sneeze yeah. holstered for a while and it just <laughs> surfaced. Finally, finally just
1: Oof. like you got you to go ahead and discharge. It's always a good one there.
2: when your chest pops.
1: Yeah. So uh, that's an important weekend series for Texas State in terms of down-the-road regional projection stuff and it does not look good there rain they might be able to squeeze in tonight saturday's a little iffy sunday looks bad so getting in all three could be really dicey they might be spending a lot of time over at dumars not joe dumars They say joe dumars no this is d-o-u-m-a-r-s great ice cream by the way joe dumars old school mcneese state i did basketball games uh when North Texas played McNeese State with Joe Dumars and Louisiana Tech with Carl Malone, Just
2: gotta make sure you stand sharp, Craig. Gotta make
1: sure. It was there. It was there. Saw Joe Dumars playing for those McNeese teams there in the early '80s, um, no, mid '80s. The uh, so no Dumars. What I was telling you about D O U M A R S. It is an ice cream place in Norfolk, Virginia, that has been around since the early 1900s because. The man, Mr. Dumar himself, is the one who invented the waffle cone. And no way, really? the actual, uh, uh, not, not, not waffle cone, I'm wrong. He's the man who invented the ice cream cone. Oh, just the ice cream cone, period. The ice cream cone. Okay. Uh, It happened at the 1904 World's Fair in St. Louis. Uh, they were serving ice cream. And of course, St. Louis, hot, muggy in the summertime, and didn't have time to wash all the dishes. And he had like, kind of like a waffle iron thing, and he just tried it and rolled it up, and boom, there it was. And the original cone-rolling machine that he designed out of that is at that and still in use at that location Dang. in Norfolk, Virginia. I have eaten an ice cream cone off of that ice cream cone machine. Well, good deal. Yeah. So... Bobcats may have to spend some time over. It. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully they'll be able to get those games in. But it's really important for Texas State. All right,
2: Cameron, you are you a when you get ice? Are you a big ice cream guy, Cameron? Yeah, All I
1: right. guess so. Ooh, you, you didn't go,
2: sound like it just anywhere. Like yeah. Do you go bowl, like bowl slash cup? You go regular cone or waffle cone?
3: So I'm going to cheat here. Usually I'm getting a milkshake. That's not a bad call. If I'm going to do something different, I'll do a bowl of ice cream. Okay. I'm not, just, I'm not just, a big fan of the cones.
2: Just your standard bowl.
3: Yeah, I'm. Okay. I'm good with just just the ice cream. I, <laughs> I don't need a waffle cone or whatever kind of cones you got. Okay. Favorite flavor? Ooh, cookies and cream, okay. or Blue Bell homemade vanilla. I mean, that's just kind of like hard to go cocaine. wrong with them.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Blue Bell cookies and cream, or just plain old just regular strawberry. I don't need it all fancied up.
1: There you go. Know. Don't candy up your
2: candy. But like what's, your the, ice cream? what's the Brahms one that I get? The uh, cherries. Pecans and something else. It's wow. like just vanilla ice cream, cherries and pecans. Okay, yeah.
1: All right, get that at Brahms. Okay. Um, uh, the
2: strawberry ice cream at Zestos in Omaha it goes hard.
1: Yeah, I I I kind of got it's it's funny when cookies and cream first came out, I ate it incessantly to the point where I got burned out on it, and even now I can only like on occasion. However, I do love a really good chocolate chip ice cream. Uh, really like that. Uh and uh and and then just like uh Bluebell's uh Dutch chocolate or the you know, the homemade vanilla's good. Linda likes the um uh, the vanilla bean. She likes a vanilla bean. I'm watching I a, like a
2: YouTube clip, not a YouTube but yep. tw- it's on the Twitter machine. It's uh CBS News posted it. It's alligator in South Carolina. Yeah. Walking across the street. This must be Happens. a really old gator because he's moving at about the speed of smell. Yeah. Look at that. Look how big that thing is, though.
1: Yeah, those dudes. Do, it, it, uh, he, he
2: just <laughs> laid down in the street, like man, I can sun myself. Yeah,
1: I got to get to take a break here. Does it say what community there in? <laughs> no, uh, it just South says Carolina. It just says South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now Victor, <laughs> he's partial to pistachio with chocolate syrup. No,
2: chocolate syrup I ain't down with. Pistachio, yes. I'm
1: kind of the other way around. I like the chocolate syrup, not so much on the pistachio on that. <laughs> uh, uh, have you ever been to Shakespeare's in Columbia? Great pizza. Yes, I have, and it is. You're right. Uh, here's somebody with the uh, waffle cone with the Amy's dark chocolate mix with the Guinness. That's good. Uh, not a nap guy likes the strawberry sundaes at Dairy Queen. Hey, there you go. You can get you a good strawberry sundae. Uh, the groom's cake from Blue Bell. Yeah, that's the, the chocolate based one. The bride's cake, the groom's cake. You have those as well. C B says I miss Bluebell and the H E B creamy creations. So yeah. uh, hey,
2: just real quick, uh C B sent me this. I don't think this requires a breaking news sounder, but uh Kevin Durant, Craig. Yes. He's long he's had a Nike deal since he started in the league. Yeah, yeah. And uh e- even if uh even if you go back to uh remember like it was I don't know. Probably like 10 years ago, he had that deal where his Nike deal was up. Yep. I was like, is he going to sign with Under Armour? It looked like Under Armour for he sure. He's a, he a DMB guy, and Under Armour's from that part of the country, and then he signs with – actually, I was told he signed his Nike contract at Justin Mason's wedding. Yeah. Like, signed the paperwork there.
1: Um, saw Mace about a month ago. He was at a basketball
2: game. KD now has a lifetime Nike contract. He's with Nike for life. So that KD brand will be like the Jordan brand or the LeBron brand.
1: It'll be there forever. I think it's a smart move on both parts. On, on both parts, probably, though.
2: I don't know if that gives you a hint when the next uh, apparel deal at Texas is up for negotiation. But I'm gonna go ahead and guess Texas will probably stick with being a Nike school. Yeah, especially since it seems like Under Armour's kind of they're not getting out of the game, but they've downsized their client list.
1: Texas Tech, still no, Under Armour. Notre Dame, I think Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: not that many. Auburn, Auburn, mm-hmm. Auburn, and Tech were two of the first yeah. schools to. All, Maryland, obviously. Yep. But like UCLA, Cal, there's been a, several Under Armour mm-hmm. schools that have gone by the wayside and don't have that Under Armour deal anymore.
1: Ah, oh, we have some other ones. Where Brady likes peanut butter chocolate. It's good mint chocolate chip with a magic shell, coffee flavored ice cream, or the Mexican vanilla from Amy's. Yeah, that's really good. Bluebell orange sherbet. Um, so Cam, what what dessert do you like? Like are you, so you're you
2: know just like standard bowl of ice cream. You you a pie guy, a cake guy? It's like Rod Babers is a is a cake guy. He he's not a pie, he's not a pie guy.
1: I'm just the opposite. I mean, I like cake, but yeah. I, I ate a lot of cake as a kid and not that much pie, so I've really come to appreciate good pie, especially if you go to a great pie emporium. If you go to Blue Bottom Cafe in Marble Falls. If you if you go uh out to um Round Top Cafe. Yeah. Uh, if you go to some of those that are the really really good at how they do pie, that's
3: where you start to Are you are you
2: picky Cam? you got like something that you know, like a last meal type dessert, or you just are you? Is it neither here nor there for you?
3: I'm partial to two things cookies and anything that involves peanut butter and chocolate. Okay, okay, yeah.
1: You and Sark on the cookies, yeah. Sark, those like, and some cookies, like a
3: stained cookies at the Moody Center, Craig. I mean, you saw me every halftime of the basketball game, <laughs> <Like> <laughs> you a, for the cookies, like yeah. a
2: nice macadamia nut oh, cookie, man.
3: the peanut butter ones, yeah, like good. the size of a tire. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah uh I've not tried. It. Yes, now this I have. This is the, the Bluebell oatmeal cream pie. Nick, yeah, that's good. That's that's very crackish. Um yeah. Um and uh Bluebell Italian cream cake. Hey, you've been to Astro's games where um uh, you know when yeah. you um when uh, here's somebody saying, not an ice cream person, but I'm incredibly f- have incredibly fond memories of the frozen lemonade from Minute Maid.
2: Going to another one this summer.
1: Are you? Yeah. Okay,
2: it's it's Princess Day at, at Minute Maid Park, so I, I'll give you three guesses. and the first, 2 don't count as to why that's the game we're going to this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, somebody said the Brahms birthday cake or cookies and cream. In a while, I like uh, the the Brahms uh, when it, when I'm around it. Somebody the said coffee walnut. cup
2: pies. I almost mistook that e for an s when i glanced at it so it's it almost said something entirely different when i glanced at it i'm like what is that
1: coffee cup is oh, the, okay. they're talking about the uh, cafe in Heiko. coffee okay. cup uh um yeah and uh and they do they have a blueberry banana cream pie that's really really good telling you,
2: man my my wife's grandmother makes a uh a uh bourbon pecan pie
1: yeah so really good, good. Yeah. Somebody wanting to know your thoughts on Casey Thompson entering the transfer portal. I mean, I don't know where he's going to go
2: at this point. I mean, it's probably not
1: going to be a P five
2: school. I wouldn't think. Uh-huh. Uh, probably a G five program. Um, it's kind of late in the game, though. Like if you're going to do that, probably should have done it at semester. Like I mean, I'm talking about the start of the spring semester. Mm-hmm. So,
3: I got <laughs> one school for you guys: Florida Atlantic University. Ah. 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 Uh, because with that, because he missed the entire spring with the shoulder, right? So can mm-hmm. he? Does he even have the arm strength that really even is uh, power well? Five? I was gonna
2: say there. Uh, you've got is Grayson McCall still at Coastal? Doesn't say Tim Beck is the head coach at Coastal now. Mm-hmm. So that's a spot. Uh,
3: I know FAU did they add that? Was it Western or Central Michigan transfer? But I don't.
2: That's. I mean, that's one that I think. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Tom wouldn't look at that because it's only a one-year deal, right? right.
3: Yeah, he's a grad transfer. Yeah. I believe he's entering the portal as. Yeah, in well, Casey with one more year. Well,
2: I would th- I would think it'd be like that type of program though. It's gonna be a G five program.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> he was a good dude to visit with. He was Casey, yeah, yeah, He's a, a lot of fun to visit with. Uh, oh yeah, here's one of my favorites, the Heath Bar Blizzard. Yeah, yeah that's really good. Uh, so, uh. <laughs> Anyway, and somebody else pointed out the Cherry Garcia there. Jeff, I'll give you my Astros tickets for that game. Free 99. I've already, like, I already have tickets. Oh, you already right? got them? Yeah. Okay. All
2: mm-hmm. right. all right. I appreciate the offer.
1: but Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, <laughs> so there you go. All right. Uh, those were some – and somebody asked us about – and we did this the other day, but it uh, uh, said it'd be – a good
2: call, Cam. I don't know why I wasn't thinking FAU for Casey Thompson, but that does make a lot yeah, of sense. Yeah, it makes
1: sense. Um uh, the uh the Texan in Hutto, it says has a damn good pie, and the Dahlia in Liberty Hill with that bourbon pecan pie and buttermilk pie. Good buttermilk pie is hard to believe. Sorry, the
2: pie I eat is butter. I don't know, I saw bourbon on the text, like, it's a
1: buttermilk pecan pie. Oh, that's awesome. That's that's really, really good. Um uh here's somebody who likes lemon bar. You know what? Lemon bar saved me in a broadcast once. I mentioned this. <laughs> I I've told this story. I had hiccups, bad oh, hiccups yeah, 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 yeah. in the game. And yeah. get to halftime, I go running into the press room, anything to try to, and I wolf down like, and nothing was working, and I wolf down a couple of lemon bars, and it, like that, the hiccups went away. So, uh, and somebody said, okay, Nate says, for real, for real, the Olive Garden <laughs> tiramisu. Okay. Yeah, you could take your word for it on that. All right, uh, coming up, We have a Flex 30 update, a preview of playoff action tonight, uh, and uh, weather permitting, of course. And we'll hear from David Pierce, Longhorn's head baseball coach, when we continue with Light the Tower on the Horn, 104.9, 1019, AM 1260. We're live local and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com.
0: Way and Jeff Howe, Light the yeah, you Tower. Got yeah,
1: you got this is Light the Tower on the Horn. Craig Way, Jeff Howe, Cam Barker, our producer as well. Before we jump into a second hour long notebook, let's uh, transition into our uh, Flex 30 update for you.
0: Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement.
1: Well, here's, uh, here's what kind of, you know, you have to be concerned uh, with regard to uh, games that could be played, might be played, or perhaps more to the point, games that could be suspended due to uh, stormy weather in the area. So the softball playoffs, a couple of games last night, and then uh, most of the big action is scheduled to go tonight, whether it's a one-game playoff or best of three. Now, what normally does happen in those, if you do get a rain out, Unfortunately, uh, you wind up seeing a best-of-three get reduced to a one-gamer. Uh, last night, Dripping Springs beat Del Valle um, in uh, in action in uh, that one. And uh, there's, let's see, other uh, Dripping Springs and Johnson tied for first in 26-6A. Those two did originally. But uh, the other playoff games... Are rolling on tonight, and then uh, Cam, this is what really and truly what it, it is. It gets into the last weekend of the regular season in high school baseball,
3: yeah. For those districts who have like 26 6 say who they have, I think nine teams, so yeah. a little the larger than like 25 6 say, so yeah, Westlake right. plays Buta Johnson. So Westlake has a game lead over Lake Travis and Bowie for the first place, and then Buta Johnson is two games back. So as long as Westlake doesn't drop both their games this weekend Lake Travis plays Booby tonight which will probably decide that second spot and Lake Travis will play Buda Johnson tomorrow so two games left with the weather Craig I mean we're looking at a possibly a short week for some of these teams going the next week because the playoffs should start about Thursday Friday area so the weather is gonna really mess things yeah. up possibly this weekend not just for baseball college but high school and softball too wow
1: Okay. All right. So there's, we'll hope for the best this weekend with regard to uh, the softball playoffs. The bi districts getting underway. I've, man,
2: I've got a quick flex update if you guys don't
1: mind. Yeah, one, one other thing. First of all, Victor says they're supposed to announce, he's supposed to announce that Lhasa-Eastview game tonight at NOAC, over at the NOAC Fields over there. Uh, good luck with that, Victor. I hope it does, um, you know. I hope it does come through that, that that Lassa and Eastview are able to play. Lassa is a really interesting story. Got a freshman pitcher, and she has been outstanding for the Raptors. So we'll see as they get ready to play uh, Eastview. Uh,
2: MLB Pipeline has updated their top 150 prospects yep. eligible for the 2023 draft. Travis Cora checks in at number 27 overall. 27 overall. So,
1: chances don't, are don't East. get your hopes up. Yeah, on yeah, yeah, fans. yeah, yeah. I, I think.
2: Well, Craig, you know how this works. I didn't know this. Uh, Travis Cora, according to this, he's already 19. So if you talk about in terms of age, if if the money's right, you probably want to get that clock started ASAP.
1: Why do I get the feeling the money's going to be right? for him.
2: I
0: think
1: it'll work. (laughs) The money's going to be right for him. All right, there it is. There's your uh, Flex 30 update. How about the second hour Longhorn Notebook? Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. Okay, uh, David Pierce had media availability yesterday and talked about a couple of things. First of all, uh, he discussed some of the, shall we say, what uh, what is it that Rod likes to say? The uncomfortable conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, That that reveals the inconvenient truth, the sad, ugly, unfortunate, inconvenient truth. Yeah. Sorry,
2: Rod, if I butchered that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, With uh, and uh, he discussed that yesterday, and and uh, and talked about uh, what they have to, what they, what the last couple of days or the last few days are like. Uh, Not working right. Uh, Okay. Okay. Do we have the other one we're talking about? All right. Here's here's uh, his thoughts on uh, matching him with TCU because he was asked. You know what? What does he see? You look at a TCU team that is now twenty three and eighteen. Like Texas, they got swept last week and they got swept on the road at West Virginia, including getting run ruled on Sunday. And they're seven and eight in the conference. This for team was picked either first, second, or third, depending on which preseason. Prognostication You were perusing at the time, but here they are right now in seventh uh, place right now in the conference standings. And he was asked for his thoughts on the Horn Frogs. So, we do I have it? Okay. All right. Never mind. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. But uh, Cam will work on that. Um, while
2: Cam's working on that. Can we yep. go ahead and talk a little on one basketball? Yep. Yep. Uh, absolutely. As I said at the start of the show, I oh, hope my man Max Amsus that his timing on the court is better than his timing in terms of, in terms of announcing his decision because he did it right before the draft. Craig, we've talked about it for the last couple of weeks now. All the buzz has been trending toward Texas landing Max Amsus. Sure, they finally did yesterday. He commits to Texas, so you've at least got one guard. Rodney Terry has a guard locked in for the 2023-24 season. I think we're expecting Tyrese Hunter to come back, but yep. now you know with your front court pretty much settled with Max Amsus in the fold, and again. I go back to what a source told me about Max Asmus right before his visit. Like this guy's—he's the franchise. He's the face of the program. He's the kind of guy you give the the keys to the car. They—they really love Max Asmus. They've loved him since he went into the portal. And now they got him. I I think it's safe to say they've gotten their top two targets out of the portal Mm -hmm. with Caden Shedrick and Max Asmus. They they like Jaden Nunn and some other guys, but I think at the start, the minute these two guys went in, they really wanted these two guys. And they're the kind of guys that hey doesn't matter what the rest of the roster looks like. We want these two guys. So they got them. So two thumbs up for that. I think now you can focus on getting that third guard. I think uh, Kendall Weaver from UTA probably is the the lead dog in that pack, if you will, um, of guys they like. I know they're looking for a guard slash wing, somebody with some length that can play on the perimeter. Uh, and then maybe a, a younger, a, a big with multiple years of eligibility left that can play maybe a, a supporting role this year, with the chance that they can develop and be a frontline player next year. When you're going to lose DeSue, Dylan Dessou, you're going to lose Brock Cunningham, uh, more off likely than not. You're going to lose Ron Holland, so mm-hmm. it'll be rebuilding the front court again next year. But that's that's just kind of the the. Year to year process that is roster building in college basketball. Yeah. So, uh, can't say enough good things, Craig, about Texas getting Max Asemus. We do our transfer portal rankings at 24 7 Sports. He's the number eight overall prospect available in the transfer portal, or was, because he's no longer available. He's coming to Texas. So, that's two of the top 17 transfers in the country come to Texas with Caden Shedrick and Max Asemus. And you throw in a five star recruit in Ron Holland from Duncanville, number six recruit in the country. Uh, Things. Things are starting to come together. Dylan DeSue
1: returning, and uh, we're probably expecting Tyrese Hunter to return. Uh, Again,
2: it's worth me saying again, belly aching about lack of transfer portal movement in early April is akin to complaining about football recruiting in the middle of June or July. Take a little bit of patience. Just let things play out. If you get to a certain point and things aren't working out, then you can feel free to complain. But not worth it then. I think Rodney Terry's had a really good close to the month,
1: obviously. Yeah and uh, really
2: strong week
1: and and yeah and not done yet uh, no apparently. no still so, got
2: pieces to add
1: yeah do, so. Uh, okay so now uh Cam says we've got the the uh, bugs worked out on the deal let's let's hear from uh, david pierce first of all on those uh uh inconvenient truths with the uncomfortable conversations they had after the series sweep loss to oklahoma and getting ready for this week
4: well first of all i would say that uh, there's a lot of honest conversations uncomfortable conversations uh in a team setting as well not demeaning just demanding and uh, when we were demanding of it then we put them in some pretty critical tough situations that we've done in the past but some of our rotational stuff where it's baseball but conditioning and what i look for then is are they all in and body language from how they respond to each other, and I thought they were outstanding. And we weren't soft on them, and so I think they responded really well. Yeah.
1: Oh, I think this is the, uh, yeah, keeping rolling there. Uh, I, th- um, I
4: think Tanner Witt. He's going to go one inning, and I hope he goes out, and he's nice and healthy and attacks the strike zone. And then after that, I hope for his recovery to be right, to move to the next stage.
1: There it is right there. It's a and, it, and we talked about it earlier. And Coach Pierce was on with Bucky and Aaron this morning and said pretty much the same thing. The projection for Tanner Witt is to actually start on Monday because you can go from a fixed point there. doesn't mean he's going to be a starter or work into a starter or this or that. It's just the next. He, um, David likened it to a rehab start, which you have you know, at the major league level. Um, you know, so if, if somebody for the Rangers is going through a rehab start, they come through Round Rock and, and have a rehab start uh, with the express, uh, for the Astros, uh, it could be in Sugarland or Corpus even, you know, whatever, uh, for a rehab start, we don't have that obviously at the collegiate level. So quote unquote, his rehab start is to start the game uh, on Monday in all probability. And to try to give them somewhere between twenty and thirty pitches, and hope yeah. that everything's okay, and then you move on. You know late. what I didn't realize about
2: the schedule getting pushed back? Why it's fine to play a Monday game. There's no midweek game this week.
1: No midweek. Yeah, so yeah. that that was the other concern They have Stevie.
2: You have a midweek this next week.
1: I don't think so. I'll, go, I'll look. I'll, I'll, you, I'll, yeah. Say what
2: you're going to say, Craig. I'll look it up. Yeah,
1: Craig. they and Texas only has one more midweek game, and it is a week from this Tuesday at home against UT Arlington. You know who the coach of UTA is, Jeff Howe? No idea. How about Clay Van Hook? Really? Yeah. His first head coaching job.
2: Oh, was he? Yeah, he just got that job, didn't yep. he? Yep. First year, yeah, because he was with Skip at yep. Oklahoma. Yep. And now, yeah, okay. Hook That's,
1: was the coach. so it's, I'll look all, to
2: it's all coming together. It's all look, coming together.
1: Look forward to seeing the former Longhorn all-purpose utility man, former Brenham Cub quarterback, and rodeo cowboy. Clay yeah,
2: TCU's TCU schedule for a home game Tuesday against UTRGV. Okay, and then they host uh, Cal State Fullerton. Okay. next weekend yeah. non-conference.
1: Yeah, it's their their open date on the non-conference schedule next. Week. So, uh, so anyway, yeah, it'll be um, Monday afternoon at one o'clock. Is that is that makeup on that? And speaking of TCU, like I said, it's a Horn Frog team that's had its struggles of late. Uh, like the Longhorns, and like the Longhorns, got swept last weekend. They are 7-8 and eight in the league. And David Pierce was asked for his impressions of what he sees from TCU.
4: Well, they're coming in kind of a very similar situation we were coming off of. Uh, and this is a team that's very talented. They were a top-10 team at the beginning of the year. They still have a very veteran and good offense. Um, they've struggled a little bit more defensively than in the past and similar situation, similar situation on the mound. They have stuff, they just hadn't been throwing as many strikes. So I think you have two teams that are both determined to get their their weekend flipped, maybe, I wouldn't say season, but their conference in a more favorable position. Uh, so I think both teams have got a lot of motivation and they're a very talented team. What we have to do is go in there and not give in. And um, no matter what this situation is, be able to handle adversity and be able to be the, the the team that can handle that when it's a close game, when the game's on the line. And not honestly, not put too much pressure on yourself to get it done.
1: Yeah, try to find a way to get through it. Um, elsewhere in the Big 12, Oklahoma State was to – this is their open date on the conference schedule – so they went up to Ann Arbor to play Michigan, and they've already been rained out for today. The so they won't play. ruh row Yeah, they're going to try to play tomorrow and Sunday. But on the league schedule, there's some other important stuff. Texas Tech is playing at Kansas State, uh, and then uh, Kansas is at OU, and then West Virginia is in Waco to play Baylor. And they may have to deal with weather as well there, but they're uh, they're they're playing uh, Baylor. and West Virginia is sitting on top of the league standings right now. They are eight and four in the conference, but is very very jumbled. Really, from first place to seventh, there's not more than two and a half games that separates any team in in uh, that respect. Uh, Nate on the specs text line said, "Yeah, you did call that, Jeff." About the everybody, just slow your mule with regard to getting all bunched up with regard to the portal movement and Stoner asking, same have, I have, wrote, we, yeah. have we heard any uh, other Big 12 hoop portal movement?
2: Tyler Perry's trending to K-State at this point, the North Texas transfer. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob Huggins has had a really strong uh, portal season. Uh, I'd have to, the Stoner off the top of my head and we don't have enough time to get into it anyway, but I'll, I'll try to put something together maybe for Monday to go look at that. As far as the women's go, Craig, Vic Schaefer just doesn't have – they don't have – they have, what, maybe one or two spots? Yeah, that's it. And it's kind of the gift and the curse. They're looking for another ball-handling guard. I've been told that's kind of – they kind of see that as their biggest need. But if you recruit a ball-handling guard, that person's going to come to Texas knowing, okay, I'm basically going to be like Rory Harmon's backup, basically running the second unit when Rory needs a break. So, again, you know your needs, but it's – got to find – Right, uh, it's going to take a pretty special per- special player or somebody that you feel like maybe stick around a while or something. I don't know. That's it's easier said than done to go fill that hole.
1: Yep, for sure, no no doubt about. it. Hey, by the way, they they just showed uh, a sign. This jumps completely out of Longhorns and out of Big Twelve, but they just showed a uh, shot of that Cowboys War Room. Right after that, when they made the pick, and Jerry's standing up, turning around, <laughs> you know, and they're they're, they're like applauding and yeah. shaking hands. And I'll say, did you see who's on the far right of the picture? No, uh, that I, unless I'm just completely misidentifying. But I did call it a state championship game. It was, John, was it John Stephen Jones. I think it was
2: J.S. Non Spalding.
1: Yeah, I think he yeah. was. I think he was down there in the down there in the uh, corner next to Aunt Charlotte. You know, Charlotte Jones Anderson. Right. So it's down there. So anyway, I that, that noticed that last night. I pointed that out to Linda. I said, you know, Linda, we've, we've been together almost five years uh, in terms of just, you know, reconnecting and all that. of course, we our one-year wedding anniversary is not until July. But uh, we started, you know, uh, we reconnected uh, like almost five years ago. And I said, could you have five years ago foreseen sitting down and watching the entire NFL draft? I didn't think she would stop laughing <laughs> <laughs> because she, she would – no, <laughs> was the deal. Uh, but uh, but she has – she's really gotten interested in a lot of things. She she hadn't really watched the draft much, so uh, she watched it uh, with, with quite an interest last night. And then, obviously, she's uh, become uh, a big fan of all things Longhorns of the sports but also uh, really likes some Major League Baseball and uh, – you know, still likes the NFL and, and uh, college basketball likes as well. All right, uh, we'll be back to wrap up today's edition of Light the Tower here on the Horn 1049 1019 AM 1260. Live, local, and digital on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. I just
2: cracked Craig up during the break. Oh, like I it was
1: a certain phrase you <laughs> used, one that I've never heard before. Dude,
2: it was. and That thing was gross. <laughs>
1: You were de- describing a soft drink that you did not care for. No, not at all.
2: <laughs> okay, be the first. That'd be first time, last time on on that deal.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, come Monday, it'll be all right. Uh, as Jimmy Buffett would say. But I'll uh, I will check in uh, from Fort Worth. So. You and Cam will be doing some major draft recap. Draft
2: there? recap. Uh, yeah. We'll get to some of that Sark audio, too, that Cam chopped up because we still got some of that that's yep. pertinent. Some of that's ever, it's evergreen stuff, right, Cam? Just a thumbs up on that? There
1: you go. Okay. Because Texas football is evergreen.
2: There is no offseason.
1: <laughs> uh, for our man behind the glass, our producer Cam Parker, and for my co-host Jeff Howell, I'm Craig Way. Uh, hope you're safe uh, and dry this weekend, and we'll look forward to visiting with you next time on Light the Tower.